It's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. Welcome back to the Pandarin Talk. My name's Sean Dangler. I'm with you as always. That's right, I'm back driving again across the land of Iowa. It briefly rained this last night, so that was good. I don't think it really rained that much, but now it's clear blue skies as I drive back up uh, to the farm. Big news, we finished our beans, we're about to move to coal, and so I'm pretty, it's a pretty good feeling. Uh, this year's been a little different because there's 80 acres, you know, we'll no longer farm after uh, we're done this year. And so it's kind of just a weird feeling to be like, well, yes, we're going to be done with that forever. Told that to my dad. He's like, oh, you don't know. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure this guy's a big time farmer. I don't think he's just going to be generous and let us farm it or whatever, you know. And I think about other spots around where we live and I'm just like, I... You know, it's almost I'm planning to eventually just farm whatever we actually own and not rent because I assume what we rent we'll eventually lose because they'll probably sell it. But maybe we'll buy something. I don't know. But I don't see where I would ever pick up acres in the future, especially in the immediate area around where we live because it's relatively younger-ish people. Like, give it 10 or 15 years, maybe. And at that point, like, I... You know, I hope I'm still enjoying it, but, like, I might have other things going on, too. So, you never know. So, that's the thing, like, basically. Uh, but otherwise, harvest's going great. I think we had... The thing that... So, we planted some cover crop this year. When we planted in, into some of it, uh, it was very tall. Like, I don't know, three or four, four and a half feet tall. And that field, harvesting that field was really just up on the hills I think the rye may have affected it a little bit uh, where the yield was not as not, not good at all really I would say but I also think that hybrid that we were playing, because we had two different hybrids that were kind of playing one hybrid seemed a lot better didn't seem as bad but I couldn't really, you can't exactly, I didn't have it because we planted it at, the way it's situated is you, you can type in when you're planting what hybrid it is and then I can tell you, but when you've mixed hybrids, you can't really say, hey, this half is this and this is that or at least I haven't figured that out. So, I'm basing it on but like whenever it seemed like the better hybrid was in with the crappier bean hybrid, it seemed the yield would get pushed up a little bit. So I don't know. I mean, obviously I think the rye played a role in it, I, I, but I also believe this one hybrid, because we've had this hybrid other spots and it yielded better in other spots, but I wouldn't say, like, significant. I think, basically, and then we've had other hybrids with that in the other spots, and it's the other hybrids have had always yielded better than this other one. So I just think this other hybrid, yes, the ride did take a hit to hit the beans a little bit, but overall, uh, I think it went pretty well. And especially the one thing I did notice is we had a pretty bad water hemp problem in our field uh, the year previous during seed corn and if you don't know what water hemp is, it's a weed that uh, there's a lot of stuff that you can't always kill. It's pretty resistant. Um, certain ones, not all of it. You can kill some of it. It was really bad. Now, in this field, we had planted 
Well, we actually, small amount of acres, there's nothing. It was a straight no-till. The other one was uh, rye, but in like rows, where we tried to plant in between the rows, and then we had wheat that was in between the rows, and then we just had rye where we just layered it on. There's no rows. It's just like as thick as possible. And in the area where the rye was as thick as possible, yes, that's also where the yield wasn't as good, but we were also on the hillside. And it seemed anywhere we were on hills, it yield wasn't as good because it was a drier year. But there was absolutely zero water hemp there this year. <laughs> and you get to the other parts of the field, and it wasn't bad in the other parts of the field. But there was more water hemp or more weeds, whatever. I don't know if it's exactly water hemp. I just assume it is. But where we laid, laid that rye on thick, you know, like a, like a man just trying to get a woman at a bar on a late night, just laying on thick. It worked, unlike the guy. Uh, it, it definitely worked, or there was zero right or zero weed pressure, which was good to know. Um, and in another field where we'd plant right, but we'd sprayed it much earlier where it was not, it was maybe a foot, if that. It wasn't very tall when we it got planted later. Uh, There's a more water hand pressure in that field, too. So that's the combination. You could put more down, put let it grow taller, it'll get rid of the weeds, but also the problem is you're yield might not be as good but you can take a hit you know that's less chemicals you hopefully have to pay uh, pay for in the in the year so it's it's been interesting i was very disappointed at the beginning when we were harvesting this field because i was like oh my god this yield's terrible but once we got off those hills and then a little lower in the draws of the field it seemed to be the yields were way better and much better than what i expected so while i wish it could have been great all the way around uh, you can't win all of them. But overall, I think our bean harvest went fairly well. I just wish, you know, that one hybrid didn't suck so bad. <laughs> I just know I'm not going to get that next year for show. For show. You're hitting that for show, guys. This is real, real some bean talk there. But now we're moving on to corn, and we'll see how that goes. I have no idea how our corn harvest will go. Hopefully, quickly. And then I got some rye I want to plant after we're all done with this uh, to try out for next year. But I, I imagine we're not going to have that issue unless we get in real late planting the beans. Because last year I planted the rye around this time. And it wasn't, this was in the field that wasn't as tall. So I imagine that's going to be about probably where it's going to be at. It's just, you know, it, just, it doesn't surprise me, you know, it's, and it's going to be cool. If we don't get those cool days, it's not going to germinate as well. That's why it's like, it just timed out. Usually our seed corn comes out before we start beans, but it literally came out the day we started beans. And so we just, the way our machinery works, it's pretty hard to switch between stuff once we get everything switched over. So we weren't able to put that, you know, the cover crop on earlier. Because usually we, it seems, but the last two years it hasn't been this way. It comes out August, May, you know, or August, August, early September, and then you get in, you can plant that cover crop, and then you can do whatever. But now it's all pushed to the end. And so that's made my uh, fall a little more stressful because it's like, yeah, I get done with harvest, but then I gotta go spend a few days on the tractor just putting on that rye and uh, seeing what happens there. So that's basically it, you know. We'll see what happens, see how good things grow or whatnot, see what it turns out for next year. But it's fun. I, the thing about farming I, I really enjoy is that it's just creative. It's like other things when I get it right and that. It's just uses a part of the brain where you really gotta think and 
there's not really a wrong answer. There are wrong answers, but you can always try something new and think about how could I do this differently, which is exciting, you know, to have that opportunity where I can make that decision for myself. The part that sucks is, well, the whole process. <laughs> actually, I do actually really, the money part is the stressful part of it, but otherwise, like the process of harvesting, planting, and all that, if I didn't have to drive so far, uh, I'd really, like, I really do enjoy that once I'm out there and just kind of working, like, it does feel good. Um, other part, just watching my dad try to move equipment around from one spot to the other spot, but it really doesn't matter in the end. That part can drive me nuts. Uh, but yeah, it's going well. I, that's really it. I mean, I hope our corn harvest goes as well as our bean harvest. Uh, we don't have anything too crazy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Do lose that at those 80 acres. It's 80, 80 less acres we've got to deal with the next year. So that's the one nice thing about it. It's just like the whole thing of earning, just the money thing. It's like, I hope I can work this out. You know, I got other side gigs I'm doing, but it's just like, you can't really predict how anything's going to go. And the way my life works, my job works, whatever you want to say, is it's like, I can only farm because I can do. You know, I have like this freelance stuff. If I ever try to get a full-time job, I don't know if I can make it work because I have to drive and that might be too exhausting for me. And that's what makes it harder. Some people, you know, they do a farm part-time work full-time, but they're a lot closer. I could probably pull it off. Maybe I would have to do less work. I'd probably have to pay for more things to be done. But at the same time, I don't know. It'd have to be a job where you're willing to let you step away, so, I don't know, hopefully I can just keep my part-time, make some more money doing part-time gigs and all that, doing some comedy stuff, doing some writing, all that jazz, you know, you know, you know, but we'll see, hey, worst case, I'll just work at a bar, you know, become a bartender, not really, the thing is, I just, like, I want, <laughs> outside of farming, I just want, like, a job that's not super late at night or anything like that. Just regular hours. That's all I want. It's pretty hard to get there. We'll see. Man, I work at Trader Joe's. They always seem like they're fun at Trader Joe's. Besides that, yeah, I'm just uh, living the dream, you know? Living the, living the dream. Update on my fantasy football. I think I won two of my leagues last week. So it's hopefully the season's turning around a little more. Uh, we'll see. I had to rely on Derek Carr to get me enough points. I had Derek Carr and Darren Waller the last two weeks or the last game or on, the, on Monday. I needed 14 points from them. Darren Waller went out, I think, on the second drive was hurt. So I needed Derek Carr. It was the fourth quarter, and he only had, like, 11 points. I was like, I knew I was going to fucking lose this game. But thankfully, he threw a touchdown, and I won that game. I just, that league, my quarterbacks are so bad. It's Kirk Cousins and Derek Carr. I had Dak Prescott, but he's not even that good. And honestly, I'm okay with him being hurt, not having to make the decision between any of them. Uh, but it is, oh man, it's, having those two as my quarterbacks, not great. And then I have Jamar Chase, who hasn't had, like, that successful of a season. So, it's, it's been rough, to say the least. Let's just go with that. It's been a rough year. But, Hopefully I'm turning around. Soon enough I'll be bringing home the dub. The W. So. 
we'll see. Uh, but yeah, that's basically it. Maybe this time next week I'll be telling you, hey, we're done with harvest. I don't think we will be. I think we might still be doing a little bit of corn, but we'll see. We, uh, it kind of depends how the rest of the week shakes out and what Dad wants to do. Usually we have one of our cornfields we have a guy haul for us and it kind of depends on his timing for everything. So, we'll see. Uh, if my wife had her way, she'd want me to be done right now. <laughs> I don't blame her. I'm gone for a while. She has to deal with the dog and all that stuff. So, but, so we'll see her and that was exciting. And so, hopefully, you know, we'll keep moving along. No breakdowns, everything goes as smooth as possible. That's all I have. My name's Sean Dangler. Thank you so much for listening. God bless. Stay safe. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Pandering Talk. If you got any questions, concerns, or comments, just hit us up on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, all under The Pandering Talk. Thank you, and have a wonderful day.